And as a result, I lived in a state of fear and suffering from the merger of my memories and imagination. When you take off the costume society made you believe you had to wear, it's like a whole new realm of possibility opens up. And that's what I want to talk about because this is how we change our lives. This is how we change the world. This is love. This is family. This is sisterhood. My name's Jen, and this is the Love Lasting Podcast. Hello, welcome back. Happy Saturday. This is my second episode this week and I decided to release one today because today is my 39th birthday. I have no idea how I'm 39. I'm still trying to remember when I stopped being in my 20s. Anyway, I wanted to release this episode today so I could listen to it next year or 20 years from now and remember how 38 was the age, the year, I really looked into the mirror and realized I had no idea who I was. I realized that I lived most of my life in fear, but not for my safety or well-being. I was living like a robot who was programmed how to think. I did the things I was taught I should do. I set goals based on what I was told I should achieve. Anyone else? Anyone else wake up one day and think to themselves, there has to be more. And when I say more, I don't mean material things or experiences necessarily. I meant I woke up feeling like, is what I'm doing with my life even important aside from raising children? I knew I was important, but there was a disconnection between who I was, how I felt, and what I was actually doing. And it suddenly just didn't seem like enough. But how could I possibly do more? I was already running on fumes. And what did more even mean? And it started to really bother me that I had such a beautiful life, yet there was something in me that just felt so unfulfilled. So I did what I do best. I sat there overthinking, reading, learning, looking for answers, trying to solve the puzzle. Then I read somewhere something that said, stop overthinking with your brain and start feeling with your heart. Start knowing with your heart. And I thought to myself, okay, okay, I could do that. And so I closed my eyes and started to try and feel, but my brain went, hey Jen, by the way, what are we supposed to be feeling right now? So I opened my eyes and I started to think about it. What did overthinking really mean and why was it bad? Guys, I'm so hardcore at overthinking that I was trying to think my way out of overthinking. I'm pretty sure I even googled it. (laughs) And what I learned was that we are all here to share our hearts, share our visions, share our gifts and talents. We each come with a unique frequency or medicine for the world. And so that's why I actually started this podcast in the first place to just get my voice out there, get my feelings out there and get what I have to say, what I have to share out there. I don't care who listens as long as it's out there, the right people. I know the people who need it will find it and will hear it and will listen to it and will take it and use it to change their lives and change their worlds. 
That feeling of lack I felt, that feeling of insufficiency, of not enoughness, I believe at some point in time, everyone has felt. And if you haven't, I would love to have a conversation with you and pick your brain because what an amazing trait to have. Complete and utter confidence that you were born enough, that you were born perfect. My mentor Barbie asked me once, at what point in time or at what point from the time I was born to now did I become unworthy? And if that didn't pull on my heartstrings, I caught off that call with her and like complete and utter waterworks, ugly crying, like I almost made myself throw up. Looking back, I think maybe it made me extra sensitive because I have three kids and I distinctly remember when each one of them was placed in my arms and I was in awe of how such a perfect being could even exist. And I look at them today and I feel the same way. I feel like they're pure perfection and not because they do everything perfectly. So why didn't I think the same of myself? Why did I spend my life constantly trying to do the things I thought I was supposed to do, achieve the goals I thought I needed to achieve? Why did I think I needed to prove myself so people would think I was quote unquote successful or so I could hear the good job or get the validation I needed in order to feel worthy, I guess? The Bible says God created mankind in his own image. And even if you don't believe in God, vibe with me for a minute. Because even if you don't believe in God, you sure understand the definition of what a God is. In general, God is often understood as an all-powerful, all-knowing, and benevolent being who created the universe and sustains it. Now, I don't know about you, but I do believe and trust in God. However, even if I didn't, That's certainly the image I would have wanted to be created in. Theologians and scholars have debated for centuries what exactly it means to be made in the image of God, whether that refers to our physical appearance or abilities, or referring to our intellectual or spiritual qualities. Maybe it refers to our capacity for love, for relationship, creativity, or moral responsibility, our ability to love. I've heard that Genesis verse many times, but I don't think I ever really stopped to internalize what it actually meant to me. If we were all created in God's image, then that would mean I was also powerful, benevolent, kind, loving, forgiving, capable. I also had the ability to create life. I remember having a really rough day once. I had many of those this past year and it's funny because I have gone through the roughest waves of emotions I have ever experienced in my life this year. And I know some of my close friends and family who are listening are going, what? But you looked so happy. I was and I am. I chose to go through those things. I chose to go through those feelings, go through those oppressed emotions, go through whatever I needed to go through to find out why or where or when I started to feel like anything less than what I believed God's image was because I knew that that's where I'd find my answer to fulfillment. This year has basically been me opening closet after closet after closet, trying to clear out some of those skeletons, freeing some of those oppressed emotions and shining light on my shadows until they disappear. 
And being the overachiever I am, (laughs) I thought I could just walk right in, handle it like a boss, and be done with it. Yeah, no, that didn't happen. It was more like I was a shoe in the dryer being tossed around in circles, getting tossed around in the heat, getting hit from all angles. And while I'm in there, there's no way to know when the cycle's going to end. But then suddenly it does. And I felt like a brand new shoe. So yes, it was hard, but I compare it to working out. Have you ever taken a long hiatus from your workout routine? Maybe you were sick or on vacation or just didn't feel like it, whatever the case. Do you remember how you felt the next morning after that workout? Like, how am I going to get out of bed? How am I going to dress myself? Sure, the workout was tough, but you feel good right after. You're proud, you feel empowered, you feel like you're ready to conquer the day. The worst part is waking up the next morning being scared to pee. Like you guys, I remember contemplating buying one of those things that lets girls pee standing up. I think it's called like a shiwi or something. Oh my goodness, sorry, TMI. But seriously, that's how all this inner work felt to me. It was like I was doing the work, I felt strong, I felt empowered, I was trying EFT, breathwork, journaling, meditating, like all the things, and I was committed to just becoming better, becoming myself. I would often visualize the person I knew I wanted to be and repeatedly tell myself, like, become her, be her, you are her, and my heart would just feel so full. And then the day after, even a few days after, I'd suddenly feel like I got hit by a bus. Something would happen that would just turn my world upside down. Some of my biggest fears coming at me from left, right, and center. So I kind of just stood there and took it. Even if every inch of me wanted to go running for the woods. Because I was tired of my inability to manage my thoughts. Which essentially was creating and feeding my fears. And those fears were what was driving my life because... I centered all my decisions around them. I centered all my decisions around this fear of stuff that hasn't even happened yet. I didn't know how to manage my thoughts. If I'm being completely honest, I didn't know I was supposed to. And as a result, I lived in a state of fear and suffering from the merger of my memories and imagination. I feared what my imagination showed me might happen in the future because of situations I've personally experienced in the past or things I've heard from other people's experiences in their past. And with that realization came the realization that a lot of the suffering I allowed myself to feel was from things that didn't even exist yet, things that might not ever exist. So in reality, a lot of that suffering was self-inflicted and unnecessary. Anyway, the point I'm trying to make is that it doesn't matter if you're 39 minutes old or 39 years old. When you came into this world, you were born perfect. You were born worthy and you were born carrying a message and a medicine and a mission. The only thing that has changed from the time you took your first breath to now is your perception. And perception is everything when it comes to life, as it shapes our reality and influences our every action. From the moment we are born, our perception is constantly evolving and changing with every experience we have. When we are born, we're perfect, we're worthy, but as we grow older, our perception of ourselves and the world around us is altered 
by various external factors beyond our control. As we encounter challenges and hardships, our perception can become clouded and negative, causing us to doubt our worth and potential. But it's so important to remember that despite the changes in perception, our inherent worth and value remains unchanged. Also remember that perception is not fixed and we have the power to change it at any point in time. You are still that same perfect and worthy individual you were at birth. Don't allow external factors to change your perception of what you know deep inside to be true. Instead, look in the mirror and remember that you are loved, you are valued, you are valuable, you are essential, and you exist on this planet for a reason. So. Instead of allowing your memories to merge with your imagination and cause fear, go back even further and remember your worth. Remember those memories. Remember your mission. And use your imagination to live out your purpose. Live out what you want to do, what you can do. The power is in your becoming, not who you're trying to become. You are your greatest project, so make sure you're working on yourself, caring for yourself, and proud of yourself every single day. Thank you for spending your valuable time with me today on my solar return. Thank you for receiving my heart. Thank you for all the greetings and blessings. If you haven't already done so, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to help other people find the show. That's all I got for now. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'm going to go enjoy my birthday. I love you to the moon and back. All of you.